I know it's late. I know you're weary. I know your plans didn't include us. But we've got tonight and we've got this podcast. It's an art cast. It's art. It's us. Why? Why don't you? Why don't you stay? Why don't you stay and listen? Stick around. Take the jacket off. Kick your feet up on the, on the coffee table. Yeah, just, just make this a moment with just us and you and your favorite cup of coffee or tea. Or even a beverage, alcoholic, non-alcoholic. Really ask yourself, do you have enough awesomely righteous dudes in your life? Probably rambling on a little too long at this point. In this uh, episode of the show, we talk about, um, God, what the hell did we talk? We talked about Memorial Day festivities. We talked about uh, some songs that we're feeling, that we're working, some of our gigs we had, how they went, um, our mental stability during those gigs and lack of mental stability. Yeah. Enjoy. Our Mike, you brought up the other day that you found out that uh, obscure 80s synth pop sensation information society who keep recurring on this podcast have new music out there. Yeah. <laughs> they listen to the podcast, man. They know there's still demand for them out there. We we influence things. This is this is it. This is this called is it? Bennington. Yeah, it could definitely have been released in 1982. Even before Information Society was out, they even went and retroed their retro. <laughs> this is definitely like uh, Depeche Mode, right? Or no, like, it's Information Society, Mike. <laughs> it's like it, it could be like Morrissey singing over uh, or The Cure. Yeah, yeah. Morrissey was I mean, just This is here. very Morrissey, right? The vo- vocally yeah, yeah. or anything from that era. What a fucking shame, man, that Morrissey is a racist piece of shit. What's why, why do people say that? Because he's just like big time he's British backing, nationalist. Like, yeah, he's uh, backing like oh, a far right party. So he's the British day. equivalent of a Trump supporter. Yeah. Yeah. British Ted Nugent. Right. Okay. Like okay. their Ted Nugent is, of course, way better than our Ted Nugent. But still, it's like he's What's fascist now how how does has he has anyone ever asked him like how he feels about the mexicans that love him because like mexicans yeah love there him. is that uh connection i'm sure somebody's asked him at some point it's like morrissey no no i don't want any brown people listening to me i think it's like <laughs> if- why oh why are the brown people <laughs> connecting to my music it's just for the whites <laughs> What a fucking shitty thing to like age so poorly because like the Smiths like made some amazing eternally you beautiful know, music and now I'm he's fucking just as canceled as the as the next person. I actually canceled. never loved the Smiths as much as like their contemporaries and other music of that time. And they were such. I used to say like the Smiths are the biggie of hipsters. <laughs> like you can just throw on some Smiths and people are gonna like get hype at like a hipster party. Sure. And I never like loved. But I started to as time went on. Right. Like it kind, I kind of it was like an acquired taste, and here we are. Just as I fully acquired the taste, <laughs> it's not a good taste. It's a bad taste. Yeah, I but remember- at the same time, it's not like there's plenty of substitutes for me that I can listen to from that. Is there really? There's nothing. No, there's nothing substitutes quite like it. But there's, there's nothing stuff that I, mean. I like more. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And yeah. that's why that reminds me of like even when I was in high school and had just discovered the Smiths, which was just because I was just a young kid getting into all like 
whatever yeah. is new wave. Yeah. And 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 then I just remember the the first time here in the Smiths and and just being like, what the fuck is this? Like, it just, right? It sounded so it's, different to everything, you know. Yeah, it's almost mm-hmm. like kind of like show tunes at times. Yeah, you exactly, know? exactly. Yeah, but it's a sad fucking shame that uh, he sucks so bad as a person. Mm. Yep, he just kind of has been like digging and digging further and further. Yeah, I mean, as a vegan, as you are. Mm-hmm. myself being a vegetarian i mean i've never noticed you to be extreme but that guy's like a vegan supremacist he's like if yeah. you're not a vegan you should get the guillotine <laughs> like you know <laughs> if you eat a cow the cow should eat you back like have we started the show is it still warm up or <laughs> this feels like it's definitely still warm up <laughs> we're definitely still getting Just warm, warm up, up or warm we're like warm jumping down. jack number 50 yeah <laughs> Heart rate's up to 150. We want to get it up to a nice 160 BPM before we start going. Guys, I we've been. Uh, I was just checking the mailbag, and we've been getting a lot of requests for me to do the show in nothing but Morrissey voice. <laughs> but I think we need to take a vote on that. No, I think we've got enough Morrissey. Okay, <laughs> Mike. Whatever you say. How about whenever, whenever something, whenever we say something that makes you feel the need to voice displeasure. Oh, God, I hate that so <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah. You do it in a Morrissey voice. <laughs> I want to, I got to admit that the the reason I personally hit you guys up to start this podcast was just to have an outlet for my Morrissey voice. We all, <laughs> yeah, we all need a creative outlet. All right, awesomely righteous dudes, here we are in the building. This is Mike Lobezy, a.k.a. Low Budget. This is Dirty South Joe, a.k.a. Joe Dirty. That is not. Is that a real AKA? No, it's not no. a real AKA. <laughs> yeah, that's. This is Michael Lasty, AKA Flufftronics. Oh, AKA put... Fluff Mike. The last name. Yep. <laughs> Michael the Fluff. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna start DJing with my full name. I'm gonna start going. I really make like it a, a little house more DJ? serious. Yes. All you gotta add is a Vaughn to that, and you're straight. Like Michael Vaughn Lasday. Well, that sounds like a vampire. It does. How about you, Mike McGuire? Are you trying to go uh, DJ Mike McGuire anytime nah, soon? I think Mike Lobezy due to Facebook has just become my, that's my, that's a good combination of my DJ name and my regular name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what's the most popular kid's name in 2019 for boys? The baby. A lot of people are naming their, their, their boys, their first name is the baby and then, you know, middle name. Morris, the baby Morrissey Jackson, you know, <laughs> right? Or even you, you was... got to come over and see Baby the Baby. Oh, speaking of the baby, did you see him on Instagram knocking somebody out who was harassing him in a store? No, I didn't see it, but I heard you playing the video for Maggie. It was Maggie fuck, seemed to really. Enjoy it was it. fucking awesome. The guy was just basically like he was uh, like because the baby actually ended up reposting from the guy's Instagram or something <laughs> like because the guy was just in there harassing him like baby what you gonna do you ain't gonna do nothing he looked like he was in it maybe a jewelry store or something like that and the next thing you know pow 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 like one punch because that's who he is he's 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 golden gloves winner one punch the baby he knocks this guy out and the next thing you know you just the camera just pans to this guy who's his face is a little cut up He's laying, his eyes are closed, and his pants are around his ankles. Pants on the ground, looking like a fool with pants on the ground. He just got knocked the fuck out by the baby. Is the and baby, Does he? is he some kind of boxer? I don't know, or? but there's also footage you can see of a concert the baby was doing 
where it was one of those kind of things where he was performing, but he wasn't necessarily like on a stage. He was kind of amongst the people on the floor. And some guy kind of was coming up to him like a little too close and a little like, you know, start some shit with him while he was rapping. And the baby one punch knocked this dude out. This was like a few months ago. Hmm. So whatever the hell is going on, like whoever you are, just like don't you don't want it with the baby. He's don't not even a big guy. Don't, don't let the let name fool you. you. He will knock you the fuck out with one punch. And well, to bring it to the DJ, I've been getting love from Suge. Oh, the song yeah. Suge. Big song. Yeah. So wanted to make note of songs that do work instead of always. Uh, I was. Yeah, uh, there's some here the, and there. The, the point oh. I think I mentioned to you. Uh, I think I mentioned really... last week that it, it, uh, at the last uh, Drake night, the baby Suge was like one of the biggest yeah. songs of the night. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he can rap. He can, that's straight up what it is. He can deliver lines. I'm a, a hey, check me out. The big genius that says, hey, this rapper, it's his voice. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought that the ability to say words would translate to good rapping? What? So there's a maturity to it, too. I don't think he's like older than anyone else, though, right? Like, he's on 53. Oh, that's why. I have been uh, working on a thing the past the past while, kind of just informally workshopping. Uh, yes, been workshopping as as they say in the in the biz. Uh, kind of more of a concept, uh, which is just uh, doing stereotypical phrases from from like one ethnic stereotype in the accent of another one. Wow. But all I've gotten so far... Hey, this, could, this couldn't go wrong. This no. Couldn't. No, well, see, the thing is, is you yeah, can pretty much only do ones. it... Yeah. yeah, you can only do the white ones. For sure, much. Irish and Italian. Yeah, exactly. And so... The two voices that are, it's okay to make And so of. pretty much as far as I've gotten in this is being like, uh, top of the morning to you. Hey, top of the morning to you over here. <laughs> exactly. I got a freaking bowl of Lucky Charms. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that how it works? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> this fucking guy, he fucking comes to me. He says, Aaron go bra. Happy friggin' St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> that was, uh, I, was in a, I was in a car the other day and some commercial came on that was talking about uh, like how snacking with your family is so difficult. And it's even harder during the summer or something. I don't know what this commercial was about, but... There came a part in the commercial where it's like a dramatization and there's like a little kid who's like, Mom, my ice cream fell out of the cone. Yeah. It was playing and I was thinking how ridiculous it would be for a small child to actually be able to verbalize that and not just be like, yeah, yeah. but while that was going, I was thinking I just couldn't. It just popped into my head. It was like, uh, Mom, my ice cream, it fell out of the cone. <laughs> Remember, there was a commercial when I was kids. Me and my sister used to make fun of it. It was for like uh, some type of throat medication. For it was, and it was just mm -hmm. like this little girl going, but it hurts when I swallow. <laughs> so what we had a uh, Memorial Day weekend. Big old MDW. How was how was it for everyone? <laughs> you had a you had, you respond with a fart face, fart noise. I mean, my, a raspberry. Uh, his face will. is that of a fart. I had the Drake night on Saturday night. That was awesome. That was in Philadelphia. I was in Philadelphia, and then, uh, then uh, so far gone. We traveled uh, with uh, with young Michael last day here to Dewey Beach. 
on a Sunday night on the uh, that was uh, that was interesting. That was an experience. Yeah, it's like there people, are a lot of people who are almost falling over. That was like the town. Uh, the town equilibrium was very, <laughs> yeah. Very yeah so askew. I didn't know you, I didn't know you were doing Drake night, and I thought that you guys just randomly decided to go to Dewey Beach on Sunday, and I was a little like, well. Why did they you must me? they must have figured I had to work Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> now yeah, you hit us up and you were talking about you know the podcast and stuff. I was like, hey, okay, uh, we're we're traveling right now. We're on our, we're on our way back from Dewey Beach, and I didn't think for a second that Mike was sitting there going, what? Single tear rolling down his cheek. I was extremely lonely yesterday too. <laughs> no, no, it was weird. I, I I had nothing to do yesterday, and it just like snuck up on me. And then like in the afternoon, I was like. Holy shit, man. I have nothing to do. There was no Phillies game on. And mm-hmm. I was like, literally all my friends are not in the city. That's why I posted that meme on, on Instagram. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, I, I didn't see it. It's, uh, oh, I did see it when yeah. all your friends are. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What was the image? I think that was from Narcos. <laughs> Just different scenes of oh, Pablo different Escobar scenes of Pablo Escobar, Escobar being himself. lonely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that meme. I like that image. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's I, I saw that one also uh, referring to Game of Thrones fans like now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's it, it, that's from a it's from a Delco meme site. So they pretty much just applied Delco to oh, all other memes. Rewind, rewind. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about the Delco meme site. <laughs> it's a Facebook page. It's called Meanwhile in Delco. Jesus Christ! And they just like they got some good memes. There was just a fight at the Aston Carnival, so they had like a picture of like. Jon Snow and the and the war. It's like when you're about to go to a carnival and ask them, you know, oh, they just apply all that shit to like oh. regular meme images to like very niche Delco. You know how um, there's like a thing like with people that are really into like outsider art or people that like say recorded albums in like the 70s and like you can find it at a flea market somewhere and it's just like some random thing people put their own money and invested in. Like that's that's the way like local memes. Yeah. Like that's the future is to find local artisanal homemade um <laughs> yeah. Memes. Oh yeah. There was there was a big thing in like the South Philly groups for years that people were just taking pictures of uh piles of discarded spaghetti that they would see on the street. Oh yeah. And it would happen a lot. Yeah. There were so many piles I of like spaghetti. It. Uh Andrew Jeffrey Wright had um a I guess it was tumblr or something where it was called that's not a trash can oh wait now it is and it was just like all these things that people started putting trash on and like it would be like the crevices in a fire hydrant with like a dixie cup shoved in there and then like someone else would shove and it would just be like this fire hydrant with trash shoved in every like little (laughs) stuff like that a parking cone like just would trash something the top that dude's brilliant man that dude's hilarious so anyway yeah so yeah dewey beach everybody was wasted <laughs> and everybody was like seemed to be really fully into their summer mode and you know we were just talking about how it's been like kind of a nice extended spring for once yeah and so definitely i, I was not prepared i was actually there wearing all black and long sleeves like an idiot mm-hmm. but everybody just seemed to be in their in their drunken yeah, college tank tops stupor really sunburnt yeah, I think everybody already. was having their first yeah like, actual scorcher their of base. the year. They're getting their base. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't. I um, 
I didn't do anything yesterday, but Saturday, Friday, Sunday, Saturday, yeah, like you said, nothing too crazy, uh, but Sunday night at Voyeur was pretty wild, and it was one of them nights where I was like, man, I wish I knew it was going to be this crazy, because I probably would have like been a little more prepared to get get a little more sick with it, you know? I, so what... What would you have done differently, Mike? Uh, well, okay. For one, is this is this the catalyst to make you? You did say you are you are rearranging yeah. your your crates right yeah, now. Yeah, right? I'm I'm moving everything to a new laptop. So, can I say there is nothing more uh, liberating than seeing a song that was added to your playlist in. 2016. 2016. You've never played it. Never. You don't like it. Hate it. It never went anywhere. It sucks. And you just delete that shit. Boom. Ugh. It, it's it's like losing, it's like 50 pounds off your back, you know? Or maybe yeah. like one pound off your back. Or however much an MP3 weighs. Are they weightless? It's It feels like some sort of weight is off your back. So, yeah, so I'm doing that. And, um, yeah, I my music isn't that organized. So that was one thing I would have like had a little more shit ready that I, like I was just kind of winging it more than I normally mm, would. And you're saying, okay. So if because you, you know what more- it is, it was like, usually if I'm doing the main floor, it's going to be super up tempo all night, mm-hmm. but none of the other rooms were open tonight. I mean, there was the um, Sunday night. Yeah. Memorial it was a Day Sunday night. night. So, Everyone was on that floor, so I had to like weave in and out of hip hop yeah. and up tempo and pop and throwbacks, like house, all the stuff. So it was just a which, very, very open, like the real format, open format. Which yeah. I'm, I gotta admit, I'm a little rusty on. You're a rusty. I'm on not just, bad at it. I did fine. You're, what are you rusty on? Just just the transition between all yeah, of that kind of thing. Yeah, or just, yeah, just doing it, um, doing it without thought, doing it in that second nature vibe where I'm just like bam, bam, bam. Because mm, you've just been like you've been like hitting the main room and being up tempo, or, or being, being in on the, the hip hop room. room. Yeah, and just yeah, being more yeah. I haven't had to like appease uh, uh, that diverse of a crowd, and it was like even. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. you're playing city girls, and there's like forty percent of the crowd. That's like, eh. And then you're playing uh, Zed and you got 40% of the crowd. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like, but the 60% is still wilding. So it looks good, but you're just like, you know how it is, man. Yeah, I'm always yeah, yeah. mindful. I'm mindful of them people standing around. So it's you like, feel like it's like the DJ, like, like gift and curse. So you, you, know? yeah, you, yeah, you, you feel just like got those extra spinning plates to take care of. Yeah. Had mm-hmm. you known that. I mean, did you know that it was going to be the only room open? Was that a factor in it? Or was it just the fact? Yeah, that- I just didn't know it was going to be. It was slammed, dude. It was uh, like a weekend in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I figured it was going to be. Well, the other thing that spawned my like music organization was as much as I had a good time Sunday night, Saturday night, um, I was just like, I am so sick of my set right now. So I just need to find. But, you know, mm-hmm. like that's just. So yeah, you gotta start. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get to work. You gotta dig, dig and find stuff that's you know, going to make you a little more excited. You know, I DJ five nights a week, so it's like, yeah, I can get tired of myself easily. You mm-hmm. know, um, and usually I'm fine. I'm like, oh, I know, I played this all the time, but you know, but it just Saturday, I was just particularly. I was on like I DJ five hours on Saturday night, so. Mm-hmm. By like hour four or five, I was like exhausted. Yeah, just tired of um, 
of everything I was playing and I was and and like my music organization wasn't that tight so I I wasn't like able to like look and find oh there's a pocket of shit I can you know I was just kind of like stuck just pulling shit out of thin air yeah so I was like I gotta I gotta I gotta restock the arsenal so most of what I end up playing when I'm doing open format will just be like I'll play one song and think of something else I won't be going off of yeah, you kind of Playlist spin like so that much, is. Kinda, yeah, yeah. Like, do you do the same thing where you just kind of uh, free associate? Usually, what I like to do is when I have a really good night, mm-hmm. I will build crates off of that history. I'll look at the history, yeah, and then and kind of use like them key songs mm-hmm. as my foundation. You know, until they get phased out naturally. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. um Again, this is something that isn't there because I'm on a new laptop, right? So, right, right, right. Um, so I kind of have these half-ass crates, super general, like the hip-hop crate I gave you. You right. know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I was everything. Anything from Talib Kweli to DMX to uh, Young Thug. Right. You know what I mean? Just all in one crate. And uh, and like the same thing for R&B or whatever. And uh, so I'm, I'm now I'm like obsessively going through music. That's what I did all day on my day my memorial day off i was like okay i'm just gonna like go through this music organization how far did you get i'm like 60 percent done on just the general like dance classics hip-hop club r&b rock you know what i mean mm-hmm. like doing real general and then i can break it down once i get in there but i basically just want to have i i like i said i love going through shit and just being like realistically never going to play this never like just make a folder of shit that you will actually play in a club i like the fact mm-hmm. that you're the guy that's not excited about the stuff that you're going to play you're excited about the stuff that you're never going to play <laughs> and getting, it's like jazz and getting rid of it well no i remember a few years ago it was like one of the best and it, it helped my djing so much i just deleted a bunch of shit and i just made a crate of shit that i am realistically gonna play not shit that one day in that perfect moment when the sun is, is like just <laughs> peeking up over the horizon and the crowd is like, yes, we want to hear this LCD sound system album cut. You know what I mean? Or That's actually a bad example because I don't know. There's I, I can't even think of an example, but we all have those songs, right? Absolutely. That we continue to just keep in our laptops and you're like, it's been 12 years. I've never played this there's this one RZA song that Stop. was like no no it's like a it's like a uh, it's a it's like a UK uh, da- break beady dance track that used the RZA to rhyme over it and it's it's like can you deal with that it's a cool track mm-hmm. it seriously was on like my my MacBook from 2007 <laughs> and now that's not a song that I would definitely would say I'm going to delete because it's weird and I, I I'll keep something for weird sake it just won't be in my club music crate but yeah that that like 2016 song that's been in there there are the great ones because you're like I have no connection to this song I don't even like it every time I try and do that I go through the library. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this from A to Z. Yeah. <laughs> and I will be sitting there for like four hours. That's why. I've... And I'll make all these like cool little like playlists and sub crates. Uh, yeah. And then I and look at like, like, there's no way. How I'm far have this. I gotten? Mm. And I will be literally at like B R yeah. through like the songs. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not even through the beats. That's why this time, this approach, <clears throat> it's just grab the shit. You're, you're at like, be realistic about it. Throw that in a folder 
and then do the the smaller. You can go back yeah. to the other shit at any time when the the eighties new wave party pops up and you need to get that shit sorted out. You can go back yeah. to that then. But for my gigs this week, I'm being realistic of what I'm going to play. And that's, that's the crate. Do you guys play birthday chick? Birthday bitch. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah. But I mean, uh, the, the, every time, every DJ. time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's uh. so did you play that song from jump? Like when it first came out? Cause I didn't start playing it till it was already out for like, nine months and then all of a sudden i'm like playing it all the time i feel like i was pretty early on that i think i might have been early on that too like i know you were pretty because i remember you asked you told me about oh, it. Like, see i'm thinking year. this is early but yeah, but yeah no, maybe it's no. a year after i, I just think remember you asking me about it and being like yeah no nah, i've been that okay yeah yeah, yeah. like because you asked me about it like you were maybe like sharing information with me is that, yeah. <laughs> and i was like oh dude i've been is that a whole that. podcast one day we do all of like the birthday songs we rank them in order of what are the best birthday songs ever yeah i mean i mean there's only like 10 that are really relevant mm-hmm. but still see i th- i think i I, yeah. I think i was up on that pretty early because it's mid-tempo and i'm just like and it's bounce it's like twerky so i'm just that dude trap beckham he made another one called uh little booties little, matter little booties matter and he's got it's it's a great way to get your music, DJs to play your music, you know, just make like mid tempo, party friendly songs, and even if we never heard of you, we will play it. Especially if it's for like a specific occasion. Yeah, like I could see somebody coming along and doing like, if it's Flag Day, make some noise. <laughs> it's Arbor Day. Shouts Who's got a tree? Thanksgiving people. Shouts out to the Thanksgiving folks. <laughs> Actually, I think that person does exist, and it's Fat Man Scoop. Yeah. It's been kind of quiet lately. Ironically, yes. the loudest man on earth. You know, was what quiet. was interesting about Fat Man Scoop is he was actually... Did we mention this before? He was playing at the club next door to us. Oh, no. Yeah. Na- yeah. There, was, there was a part where... Were people uh, psyched? I don't know. We didn't get to talk to those people. Because they didn't come to your party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. There, was, there was a part of the night where there's like this uh, like sandy area behind the club there like right on the edge of a bay and you can hear into the club that's next door. And I heard, uh, that like zombie nation Kerncraft song playing. Mm. And I heard fat man scoop being like, let me see those hands. Let me see those hands. <laughs> wow. And it was at about like nine fifteen PM. And the guy who was opening for him, I think may have still been on, but I was trying to figure out like, is that just like, like a fat man scoop hype track? Or is fat, man or scoop is that actually fat man scoop? current craft into his uh, zombie nation yeah i mean these are all plausible realities i just you know i don't know if i'll ever figure out what it actually was so he wasn't abiding by the strict yo no fat man scoop songs since before <laughs> fat man scoop comes on well because fat man scoop can live remix himself right there on the spot i would feel like that's one artist i wouldn't have a hard time playing his songs if i opened for her <laughs> If I if I had this DJ for before Fat Man Scoop and they were like just you can't play any don't Fat play Man be Scoop. faithful you yeah idiot. I th- I think I could get by I don't think that would be a hard task <laughs> just play it, it accidentally might even, I could even oh, go, no. I could even where the ladies at where the ladies at what top to the beat just browse is that Fat Man that's not Fat Man Scoop doing cool. that is it? I think it is um no it's that's a, a Crooklyn Clan thing it's a Crooklyn Clan thing but I don't think that's Fat Man Scoop on that particular song. But I think he's crazy in is that like, song, but maybe not the. That song became vocalist. way bigger than the song it sampled, the Foxy Brown "Get Me Home." Yeah, yeah. like that song like dwarfs it. Oh know? yeah, yeah. Well, they reggae it up. Yeah, they did the hip hop reggae on it. 
<laughs> so for Memorial Day, I didn't um, I didn't go to any barbecues. I hope to think that somewhere out there, there was a 60-year-old man trying to get a 12-year-old excited about Radiance, the Maestro. <laughs> Oh, man. And some barbecue somewhere? <laughs> somewhere in the city that was going on, and we missed it. Speaking of that particular man that's doing that particular thing, I would like to say to that man personally, thank you for your service. <laughs> I think I still have not heard that song, because we tried to look it up. You know what? For fun, like... while I was going through my music last night, came up on it, Shazammed it. It is Shazamable. Huh. But when you do Shazam it, I wonder what happens. Yeah, I couldn't. It was not coming up on Spotify. I'm just gonna play it off of uh, YouTube right now. Oh, what you know about this there, young fella? Is this some kind of like uh, version with some shitty intro that like I'm playing the wrong one? No, no, no right this one. is it. The whole song is an intro. The whole song is a chorus. <laughs> this seems like the roots should have like done a couple. I got stock, y'all. Yes, I do, y'all. Got more rhymes than Wall Street. Occupy them. You're a baller. You're on Wall Street. Occupy them rhymes. Do they rhyme a lot on How long is this? How long is this version? Nine minutes and eight seconds. Nine minutes and 18 seconds. That's what I'm talking about. I think this is actually the short version. Yeah. I think the real version's 14 minutes long. How long was the Juan McLean Happy House? That was like a 12-minute song, wasn't it? I think it was nine. Yeah, that's one of my pee break songs. Oh, yeah? Yep. The The beauty about this particular nine-minute song is that he's rapping the whole time. That's a lot of rapping. You can go into minute seven. Let's see what he's talking about in minute seven. All right. Now, probably not Wall Street. How has the subject matter changed? S-L-I-C-K Nice spelling stuff Al Slick He's just doing the uh, He just said they, they what, both What was that guy's name? You, you guys are probably going to know He was probably talking, talking about, about Jack B. Nimble And him And yeah. Al Slick Yeah But do you guys Do you guys remember that one uh, That one rapper Whose whole thing was like I could freestyle about anything. Oh, supernatural. Show me what's in your pocket. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then yeah, he would yeah. just have raps about, like, lighters and IDs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, supernatural. Yeah, yeah, supernatural. That is so, exactly who it is. But I was just thinking about how, you know, at the seven-minute mark of your song, you start to just be like, uh, here's this guy over here in the room next to me. <laughs> yeah, right, right. There's Al. Big Al's over there. He's always, it's like a stand-up comedian, like, doing like, oh, we got, you know, <laughs> yeah. oh, that, this guy knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Big Al's over there. He loves the song. He's a big fan. He's a big fan of the show. Do the crowd work. Yeah, it's like, oh, we got, we got jerseys over there. I can see some people from Jersey are over there. <laughs> they love it. Friend of the show. Super Rhymes. The oh, Adventures yeah. of Super it's, Rhymes. Uh, Jimmy Spicer, right? Yeah, I don't know. No, I think it's Super Rhymes. It might maybe that's what he was using. Pull up Super Rhymes, right? This is in the same vein, also really long, but he tells a story and it involves Dracula <laughs> coming down to tell him what a great rapper he is. And in, this is uh Jimmy Spicer Adventures of okay, Super Rhymes. Yeah, yeah. Full yeah. length, 14 minutes. Yeah. Hit it. <laughs> but it's also got a famous breakbeat too. Has more rhymes than a train has tracks. 
This is Able great. Wait, 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 wait. This is wait, the wait. closest I come to comic books. Wouldn't having more rhymes than a train have tracks <laughs> mean that you have more than two rhymes? Maybe he meant little... The other uh, tracks. The, the yeah, other yeah, yeah. sideways tracks. Look at the jam of the <laughs> Those are technically called slats. Yeah, yeah. actually, I don't know. No, I'm super oh, we did a super sperm. This is on my Disco Sensation mix. As is Radiance and all other disco raps. Not all of them, but some. He tells you it's rapping. What if? It's, yo, it's not singing like it used to be. This is rapping. What if? This is when people didn't know what it was yet. Right, you had to tell me. Like, yeah. What if you played this Sunday night? Peak. Time Peak Sunday night Yeah Agoria What would have happened It wouldn't go well <laughs> It would probably be like How you were saying That there's that like 60% When you're playing like Yeah It would Zed, be like a 5% Doing something Yeah weird. there would be 5% They would be like Going nuts they'd, they'd, Yeah They would be like Mocking it Dancing, but it, they'd still be having a fun time. They'd do like some line dance that they, they think their parents would do to it or something. You know, yeah. you ever see when people mock dance to stuff? Yes. Can, can you go to the Dracula part? <laughs> you think that's maybe at minute eleven? No, it's at not that six. Deep. It's probably like three or four. Because I made it on my mixtape. Oh, and he, he battles Howard Cosell too. <laughs> Howard Carcel, that pariah. Yeah, that's it. The Transylvania Boogie, seven days a week. I'll be back. He went Terminator for it. Terminator wasn't even out yet. This shit's ahead of its time. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Cosell. Or he called him Coward Hosell. He switched his name up. Whoa. Uh, that's like did one of them Buck that's like one of them, one of them indie groups of the. Yeah. Hey, you remember that time we did that thing about who's worse uh, between Imagine Dragons, Maroon Five, and uh, what was the third one? Nickelback. Nickelback. Who's by far not the worst? <clears throat> I got a new one because yeah. they got a new single out together. All of them? No, no, these two guys. Okay. Who's worse, Joiner Lucas or Logic? I'm not even familiar enough with Joiner Lucas to know. Oh, he made the the, the he made the the, the the racial song. The racial song. <laughs> the ra- <laughs> that's, the, that's all I know him about. And yeah, I think that pretty much sealed his fate with me in my book. I'm not really too worried about finding more out about the guy. But he's yeah, I noticed him on charts too. And um, Logic, uh, he's made a few songs that I like, and he can rap. But that suicide song is so, like I don't that that knocked him off the block for me too. I, I there's a a genre of pop with a white guy rapping and a white girl singing the hook. That's like there's way too many of songs like this. There's the the Machine Gun Kelly and Halsey one, right? Mm. And then there's a there's another guy who's his name's like NF or something like that. Eminem? No, MF? and it's NF. Oh. And it's another one with, a girl, with like a white Nerdy white girl pop singer, and it's like nerd fart. It's it's just a part nerd finger. I mean, people can complain about modern mumble rap or whatever the hell you call it, but th- th- this is a this is a genre of rap that maybe this is the the playlist that we 
that we definitely don't need to make. No, what? <laughs> we got to make up a name for this genre though. This subgenre. Yeah, put on the put on this NF song so I can really just I, feel the 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 hatred. Yeah, yeah. This is it. Oh, this one, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I've never even heard of this guy. Oh, he no, I've heard like this. I've M- heard this freaking it, song though. Yeah. Doesn't I mean? God, this is like the this, this is, is like, the yeah. worst music ever, right? It's all it all has these drums. You know, yeah, who, yeah, the, like the break. Oh, uh, you know who? Drums. You know who's not white but made this song too? Wiz Khalifa. He made this song. Yeah, his, uh, Fast and Furious song. That, um, oh yeah, yeah, with uh, when I see you again. Like Charlie, 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 Charlie Blue. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he made he made the style though. Yeah, yeah. it's a cold day without you. Charlie Puth. That's yeah, I mean, yeah. there's there's definitely going to be a long history of rappers making that like poppy song with maybe a, with Eminem a, did it first. He probably. I mean, this guy. There's the Eminem sounds, Rihanna song. Remember? This sounds like it could be an Eminem song. Yeah, love the way you lie. But I just like the bonus points for just being like two white people making like rap and then with, with the, like like from in the days yeah, of like but there's also like you can tell just, there's I'm an just, actual real right. orchestra playing too like something really is overblown it's not, and it, stupid this like is that. not this is not fabulous and little mo right here oh, <laughs> you no. know what i mean this is not <laughs> ja rule and j j lo <laughs> this is this is uh, turned way towards the other end like it probably started out as something that was like let's maybe substitute in uh uh yeah, Halsey, or uh, what is what's the Machine Gun Kelly one? It is. I, I hate it. All of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, is it him featuring Halsey or Haley Steinfeld or whatever? I. That's the other thing too. What is up with like the these pop stars? Is aren't, it uh, aren't that famous? <laughs> They're like 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 all these pop stars. Are bad like, things with Camila Cabello. Uh, maybe the yeah, Havana yeah, singer. yeah, yeah. She was from uh, Fifth Harmony. Uh, I actually do know that factoid. No, what's the one? Ooh, it's just me, myself, and I. Which one is that? That's too easy. Oh, okay, so that's another one then. And here's another MGK one that's that's too easy and healthy, isn't it? Me, myself, and I. Okay, so maybe that's what I'm thinking of. He has one though too, though. MGK. Is it this one? This is it. Yeah, this is with uh, X Ambassadors. Or like an indie band. But it's X Ambassadors and it's that sound. It's definitely one. Okay, so he has multiple songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's an artist in this genre, at least sometimes. Yeah. It's either that genre or just songs that you can't even press the play button on. Right. No matter how no matter how many times you see it on them charts every week, and you're like, is there a way to make no? Is the no 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 no? no." And then you start to get mad that this is what's occupying the charts yeah you know I, will, I, mean? I will sooner skim through a country song yeah than i will a machine gun kelly what's the use in us talking about this other than this is the worst shit in the world <laughs> just as like a support group or something yeah. to <laughs> other people out there because no i'm telling you it, it is connected to djing because like i say this stuff is taking up spots on Chart the charts space, yeah you know what i mean and it's and it i'll bet there's some of this stuff that's charting right now well, that's what I was going to do yeah, is, I, God, I looked at the, the chart and it doesn't matter which one you look at, Spotify, Billboard, iTunes. It is just some vanilla ass shit, man. God, you would think having a racist 
white supremacist president wouldn't make the top of the pop charts be all Taylor white supremacy. Oh, I'm sorry. But- I'm sorry. We got my man Khalid in here with Talk, which is a fucking awesome song. Can I say that? We're talking yes. about negative stuff. Talk with Khalid, produced by Disclosure. That's one of them songs. When I first heard it, I was like, now this is a good song. You know, I was going to play this. Ladies and gentlemen, song that's on this, chart this here is the um, sixth episode of the Ard podcast. <laughs> and Michael Lobezy McGuire has just reported that he really likes something. Here, let me let me play you something that I think you're probably going to really hey, like in that vein. Maybe maybe you've heard this, but maybe you haven't. But this is this is a main room, a main main room voyeur song that I think may have been made just for you. Do you know this? It sounds like a bunch of stuff so far. It does. It's the Disclosure VIP version of Talk. Yeah, yeah, I have this. I yeah, played yeah, yeah. it. I played it. There you go. Yeah. This is one of those ones where you can play you can play this version of it. Yeah. And it's like some people don't even notice that it's not the regular right, version. Right, right, right. Because it's just the it's just the double time basically. Yeah. Yeah. Even though that original version has that little bit of like future swing that little to it that makes it unique but it's a good song vocally production wise yeah it's like okay cool songs are still being made not everything is horrible right there's also the uh the megan the stallion Oh, nice on this. I know you're used to these women that's timid. See what I want, then I get up and get it. Hey, I know I get a little crazy. Hmm. What is this? I didn't know about that. Ah, this yeah, is yeah. Cool. This is on that talk song? So this talk is the remix. remix. Right, right. Of it, but yeah. You want to run it uh, rhythm style? Yeah. The, the, the remixes aren't are rarely necessary anymore though right yeah. they never pick up the same steam the original had yeah there was even uh what was the one well, that, the line two, between two chains when you, the, the, the line of seven what, rings where's where's the outlet well, like, there was the there was the Drake uh what was that the the Rihanna and nerd song uh lemon. lemon that did nothing yeah yeah, yeah. I tried mm-hmm. I was like oh shit we can extend this song yeah no you can't you yeah. just need the Rihanna verse mm-hmm that song does uh, okay in the Drake world. I mean, yeah. I mean, oh, like Lemon or the Drake no, remix lemon, of lemon. lemon. The Drake Lemon remix of Lemon. Okay. Huh. Yeah. I mean, like people get excited when it comes on. They're not just like, eh. I don't know. When it was first came out, we were just like, are people going to like this? And I started kind of forcing it in there. And then it just became, I'm not saying it's like a staple or in the upper mm. echelon of Drake tracks, but it's not like, it's not a total loser just because of its production quality i think in that context it's maybe like people don't rem- might not remember that there's a drake version and they get to hear like, this oh, like shit, banging yeah, rihanna oh, yeah, song the drake yeah like in there and like oh yeah this is also drake yeah speaking of uh so two chains hopped on that seven rings that was one that never went oh right yeah yeah so yeah i think but, two chains is one of those like like we gotta get the we gotta get we gotta get somebody on the remix. Let's call up Two Chains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's at that step like maybe level in his career. He's at that level, but he also credibility. Yeah. Maybe has like a competitive rate on the remixes, so he mm-hmm. keeps getting keeps um, getting the work. Right. <laughs> that them out Ariana Grande songs that were so popular just two months ago. Yeah, those I don't all, get those all fizzled. Ed, unbelievable. Goes back to my theory I was telling you about Ed Sheeran last week of. Uh, like pop stars just don't have the staying power that like an yeah. R and B singer does. Do you ever Again, sometimes Beyonce did Seven Rings? 
we'd be playing it for three years. Do you ever yeah. sometimes have a crowd where you're playing new music that like you know like people are into and your crowd is just not feeling it and then you're like, okay, I guess I will play this song that is for most uses and purposes now dead. Yeah. Like like an Ariana Grande song that was mm-hmm. big like three or four months ago just and then f- they really like it. Yeah, like, things oh, don't come back after a while. Not yeah. even that they come back, but you have you have a crowd in there that is like four months behind. You found yeah. you found their their era. Which yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that happens. What else we got on the agenda today? So, did you guys? Uh, I think I might have talked to you guys about this off air, but I have a really exciting development in uh, in music and my life and in paper plates. Oh shit! So as we're sitting here in uh, undisclosed location, undisclosed location in, in Philadelphia, there is a uh, on my wall here in this room is a paper plate um, that is dated from 1990 that has uh, some songs scribbled on it. It is a set list from the band Nirvana from the uh, from a from the Bleach tour back then that I attended in Washington, D.C. at the 930 Club. And the crazy thing is here I've been I've owned this piece of paper for 28 years now, just in my back, of my in the back of my head, just saying, "Whoa, this has got to be worth something someday." And then I just found out there was an auction last week, in which an identical paper plate to this, which was collected by a guy named Johnny from the band Thud, I've that seen opened, the picture. yeah, that opened for Nirvana in that particular show. He also snagged one of these and sold it for almost twenty three thousand dollars at the auction, and. Uh, I've got another one right here on my wall. Like everybody thought that was ridiculous. And I love it. I was looking at uh I was looking on Instagram at somebody like posting about that and like all of the comments were like Kurt would hate this. This is like the opposite of what he was about. And I'm here to tell you this. That guy made millions of dollars. And if he knew that somebody from the crappy local band was going to make $22,000 off of a paper plate 20 years after he's dead, I think you would have been pretty happy for that. So yeah, you and can also, go, who gives a shit? Yeah, also who gives a shit? But like the whole like people's outrage at fake outrage at the commodification of yeah, a paper plate set list. Imagine this. Imagine this. You didn't know who that fucking band was until you heard "Smells Like Teen Spirit." But here we were, a bunch of super fan nerds who went to see the band before they were popping at a club that held maybe two hundred people total. And as soon as the band was done with their set, jumped on the stage at risk physical risk to ourselves took the paper plate and had the wherewithal to keep it for damn near 30 years yeah fuck you it's why is there two there's three there's one for the for drummer each too band member. each oh, band member oh shit yeah that's awesome so maybe there's a, maybe somebody took the third one out there or maybe it just got trashed or swept away or thrown away or whatever but i just thought it was so weird of all of like the possible nirvana set lists that and it that had have ever sold, and this is seemingly the only one, and also on a paper plate, and it's and it's identical to the one that I've been lugging around here all these years. So uh, we'll we'll see uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, my my intention is to get in touch with the the auction house first of all, and let them know that uh, here's another one ready for authentication, and uh, and then yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna cash in because yeah, you know if. Uh if so, if one person acquires all three plates and puts them on the and snaps uh, their fingers infinity table, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you Kurt can make some crazy shit happen. Yeah, that's what happens. If you get this all three is... paper plates and snap your fingers, Kurt Cobain will come back to life, and then he's just going to be like, "Oh man, I was chilling, man. Let me out of here again. Fuck this earth." 
That was also no, no. That was later. That was I know, before. But that's just what I. No, no. I was I was just thinking that was the time that the only time I ever met Kurt Cobain personally was when like after after Dave Grohl, who was like a, a friend of mine from from DC and the DC music scene, and like you know he was I was one of the first people he came back from the West Coast and was like, yo, I just joined Nirvana, and I was like, holy shit, man, that's awesome, because his band Scream was out there on on tour damn near breaking up all the time which they were always doing and then he got the call that was a discord band yeah yeah and they were like the van halen of discord they were like discord's kind of like (laughs) sort of like rock band you know yeah yeah but uh he uh took me backstage after that first show at the same club 930 club the old 930 club he took me backstage to meet kurt and shit it was only like 10 15 minutes after the show and he was already like passed out <laughs> yeah i don't know i think he was already in the throes of like what was you know his his uh his his addiction or whatever but uh yeah man good times got a paper plate think- worth twenty thousand fucking dollars on my wall like how are you doing how do you think kurt would feel about me mixing lithium with pretty boy swag because that's something I used to do. I think that Kurt Ooh. is somebody that went on record before he died as saying that rap is the only viable music that existed in whatever year it was that he was talking about. Mm-hmm. And it was just like the only thing that's new and exciting and actually punk. So the fact that you would mix Lithium with the great Soldier Boy, who we all know invented internet music and yeah. created Drake and everything else, like I think he would be pretty proud of that. Yeah. I think it he would actually feel like... I think he would feel pretty good. It might be hard to picture. You know he head, wouldn't be. You know he wouldn't be around, sitting around doing songs with fucking Halsey and goddamn Machine right. Gun Kelly or anything, yeah. right? But he would probably appreciate that. Yeah. You or if anything, might just be like, why are you playing this just like weird music that I made thirty years ago? <laughs> Not why are you playing Soldier Boy? But who knows? Because he made it was he made timeless music, man. Yeah, I agree. It, it, I. I, I Again, it got phased out, but there was a period where lithium would get some uh, some love, especially hearing it coming out of Solar Boy and you just hear it. Yeah, pretty boys. Hey, <laughs> it's hard to imagine, folks. I, I, I'm not asking you to. Sorry, I'm tired today. I got just to... don't try this at home. <laughs> Mike Lobezzi is kind of an expert in this field, so if anybody's going to make some lithium and pretty boy swag thing work, it's a guy like him. Not everybody can do it, and not everybody can even imagine it. But you know, I had one. That's why we're here at the end of the night on Saturday, like two o five, after the lights were already on. That I just did on a whim. It yeah. was like, oh shit, I'm going to yeah, have to try I... this one. There's actually people around. Yeah, and it was uh, Bobby Schmurda. With disturbed down with the sickness, <laughs> but with those like mean as hell like beats, like mm-hmm. the uh, the like jolly beats. I did a yeah. double time mix Man, on, on yeah. that Memorial Day. Man, what was it? But when I, when I was doing it, I was like, oh, this reminds me of some like Holotronics double time mixing. Because I was it was Cardi B money out of something that was super poppy. I forget what it I've is tried now. to do it with that '80s song. Uh, money you know that i forget the name of the group but it's just like post-punk sounding that's like i want money that's oh yeah the lizards or the something lizards. Like that. yeah 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 flying lizards yeah, yeah i think so yeah yeah like that's one that i think if i had the acapella and kind of maybe just like actually spent time making it it would maybe work but it's just a little little too out there i was kind of surprised though that i i uh i played uh Old Town Road into, or no, I played 
And now like the for the end Old of... Town Road portion of the <laughs> Welcome to the Old Town Road. I played Goodbye Horses, like just mixed into it in the chorus and then went into Old Town Road. And that 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 did better than I thought it would have. Plus so I was that, just kind of doing it because I was like, I'm going to fuck around. Plus that definitely scratched your, your clever itch. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> I feel like that is. Yeah, like a back my, scratch wait, to the I'm brain. Sorry. What, what did you play again? I'm sorry. Goodbye Horses. Oh, God. Right. And Linda, your Lilith Fair crate? Is that the Lilith Fair crate? Is Goodbye Horses is from Silence of the Lambs, you know? The oh, I'm Buffalo thinking of Wild Horses. It's <laughs> a Rolling Stone song? No, like Paula Cole or something like that. Oh. <laughs> Wild Horses. You've been spending too much time in CVS or something. Man. That is, uh... Look, man, I know I know about all types of music. I'm very versatile. It's true. And uh no, it was a it was a big song. It was like one of them like late nineties pervasive okay i love the song i'm sorry that's why (laughs) (laughs) no it was it was uh, it was all over when it was out it was one of them joints like a fucking melissa ethelridge (laughs) just ethridge (laughs) uh i still don't know what song you're talking about and i'm and i'm not convinced that you're just not thinking of rolling stones but i i want to look it up though what what is it paula cole wild horses Wait, there's a Rolling Stones song, right? The Sundays right. did a, a song called Wild Horses. They did a cover of the of the Stones song, I think. Look up Paula Cole. It's going to be our most popular there's song. There's a Natasha Bedingfield. Maybe I have the title wrong. Yeah, I don't know about Paula. There's no Paula Cole. There's I Don't Want to Wait. There's, <laughs> I Don't Want to Wait. Oh, you know what you might be thinking of is Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? Mm. Maybe she was just in this uh, in this zone. Maybe, Wait, or maybe so it's just somebody of, else you're thinking of. So what was I singing? Rolling Stones? Is that what I was singing? Wild horses couldn't drive. No, I me think away. you were singing the Sunday's version. Hmm. Let's see. Here's the Sunday's maybe version. Maybe it's Paula Cole. It's Paula Cole. It's it's Square of All the Cowboys Gone. Not to be confused with uh, Van Halen's Where of All the Good Times Gone. Yeah, and this is probably what I was thinking of too. But this is the Rolling Stones, right? Rolling the cover of Rolling Stones. Yeah. But yeah. This is what I was singing, but I was thinking of Paul Call Where of All the Cowboys Gone. Ah. Which for some reason So you're saying you just did a mental mashup? I did a mental mashup that was <laughs> An wrong on both counts compared to what he was playing. <laughs> so do you guys are there any songs that you've tried to play and they didn't work and you're embarrassed that you ever even tried to make them work uh all right i'll bring up my example so i was going through and this is just one in the last year there's there's been a handful it's like but it, it's kind of related to the discussion and that you're just looking at the charts trying to find some new shit that crowds might be into mm-hmm. and i guess last year at this time there was that the black panther was a big movie and Kendrick Lamar and SZA made a song All called the Stars? All the Stars. Oh, I used to play that sometimes. All the Stars. I get good reactions to that. That's a great so fucking song. So you would song. play that and you did not like it and Yo, people t- hated it? Fuck that. That song's terrible. That song to me is like the good version of what all those terrible fucking white people rapping and singing oh, songs Oh, it's better are. than that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what I thought. I, and that's kind of how I viewed it. I was like, oh, this is poppy. This is pop. Like, this is a pop song. Maybe this will work. And then, like, I played it, and it's it also flopped. It's very so orchestral, cinematic. I used to play Africa and then play this. That's cool. That's a cool concept. But so uh, you're saying this song has been just it died for you? It never lived. It never lived. There was the other one on there, the uh, the weekend song. Yeah, it has like a. Too. 
I like the beat on that. Boom. I did not. Yeah. You know what I did like off that soundtrack a lot? I liked the um, Vince um, Staples song that sounded exactly like Kendrick Lamar. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I even like I even tried it at different times, hmm. and it was just like super. One night I ended the night with it, and it was like a pretty decent night. And it was when it was first out, and I was like, maybe it's a good time. This might ice it. You know what I mean? This might this might ice it if we're if it's. And it was such Beep. a flop. flat line. It was, and I was like, you know, like you should have known better. It, like, the song stinks. It doesn't it doesn't stink, but it's not meant to be played out like that. This, that was a good one, Mike. You got any more, though, on your, uh, um, on your end? Because I can't think of anything like that. Every song I play is the perfect song. Every, <laughs> every single fucking time. So I was like definitely going through a, right before right before midnight, right before the Drake portion of the evening yeah. goes on on Saturday. And I went into, a, into a, a, a little bit of a cool kind of like retro wormhole where I was playing some like some cut from Trillville mm. and... Um, just a few other things from just like that time and i was like yo you know what i was like i just did this for like four or five songs in a row and it's about maybe six about time to come out of this and get back to the modern era and that's when i hit him with that pop out from the little tj and uh and that shit that shit went off it was dope from polo g yeah polo g and little tj yeah 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 yeah. we pop out at your party they 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 got hyped oh everybody was hype everybody was hype yeah, so that had a bubble. That had yeah, a bubble. We, How was the older stuff going though? Was there anything? The older surprising? stuff was going way off. The only thing I made one mistake with the older stuff is I went uh, uh, somehow. Somebody in my head told me that the Young Bloods dam was going to work, oh. and 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 um, first of all, it takes a long time to get to that chorus. Second yeah. of all, that song just didn't uh, it didn't last that long. And also that song is just like maybe it predates a little bit of like these kids' ages of yeah, why somebody... it was a big song though, man. It was, but it just But I know I know, I understand I believe you. Like I some cut, you. some cut, like people that, went crazy. They like Yeah, see that it's weird what it's weird what sticks with uh, the generations as the time passes or what even reaches them to begin with right that's when you find out in 2019 that Hurricane Chris was a much bigger deal than you ever imagined dude I got a request for Pop Lock and Drop at the other night what's that who's that baby who's that's Hurricane Chris that's Hurricane Chris right that's yeah. what I'm saying like that song wasn't something but it was something to kids that were like 9 or 10 yeah, yeah. and now they're older and, and it, that yeah. is a song I've gotten requests like I get requests for that song not a lot but it, every once in a while yeah, the stuff that in the original context was kind of just like goofy or whatever. Right, and People right. totally remember it differently now. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, it is because there were like eight. Yeah. But it, well, yeah, but for us, damn was the shit. For If mm-hmm. you were an adult in the club at the time, damn was a big song. What else, What about, uh, what, what else that did happened you play with, in that uh, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. I'm looking up my history. I'm going to tell you exactly what I played in that Like section. when uh, Laffy Taffy was, yeah, uh, was, was popular. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, people kind of laughing about the Laffy Taffy. Yeah. But... They like nobody thinks it's funny okay, now. So, they just like it. Yeah. Okay. I went from Fight Night, right? Okay. And then I went into Snoop Dogg and Sea uh, Murder, some down, down down for my, mm-hmm. and that shit went Did fucking that off. Shit, so that still goes off. That That's shit good still goes know. off. I haven't played that song in a long yeah, time. Yeah, I haven't played me. that in a while. I went from that to Get Your Roll On from the Big Timers. That went well. Then I went a little bit more retro, but it still worked with some JT Money. Who that? Whoa. Yeah, that's a little older than those kids, but they still enjoyed it. And then juvenile slow motion. 
Juvenile and Soldier Slim. Rest in peace. So, yeah, okay. And, that was uh, a big song. We don't need to play this. We're, we're, we're three seemingly white guys here. You know, come on. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mike. And then, uh, and then I went from, uh, yeah, slow motion to some cut. Which I told you did exceptionally yeah. well. I get requests for that sometime too. Which is that's not even a song I played much when it and was. And then out. some for cut what song. What was the one you were just talking about? Some the last one. Some cut. Trillville. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, is that the, the original Bed Squeak song? The original yeah. Bed Squeak yeah, 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 yeah. song. Um, the original Bed Squeak song, which was sampled by DJ Sega for his uh, some remix that he did that kept having transitions, and from there. It became, it, it became a staple squeak. of the bed squeak became a staple of Jersey club music as started by Philly's uh, young club King DJ Sega. Just want to put that out there that it didn't Some come deep from knowledge Jersey. right there. Deep knowledge. Yeah, it, um, it kept going and going until they finally oiled that bed. <laughs> so that's from, why they don't use it anymore. So from some cut, squeak. I went to some young jock. It's going down, which is that's just always going to yeah, work. Yeah. Yeah. And then I made the mistake of the Young Bloods Dam, which just definitely the I energy. I feel like went I made this down. same mistake, man. Now then, from Pop Out, I went into some Bobby Schmurter and then some Namir rubbing off the paint. Then I played some Magnolia. Then I went to like you know, the closer you get, the more you're just like you you know you're playing like bigger hits. And then I was like. Gucci Gang and Coco and Bodak Yellow and a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to know what the last song I played was before we started playing Drake? That was J. Cole, Middle Child, one of my favorite songs oh, of yeah, 2019, that's, that's which is just like, you know, I like to talk about it a lot because I, I want to personally apologize to J. Cole for my my repeated slander of his uh now he's got a new song out too. Well, a new a new song with Young Thug with- and Travis Scott called The London. Oh, it's called The London. Yeah. Can I hear that? That John is that, that John is jamming. See now, I still like. I'm down with Middle Child and this new song. Like I'm, I'm good with this too. But I was saying, I was saying to Joe the other day that there is still, uh, like, when we were talking about the Tribe guy last podcast, yeah. that he has definitely now been replaced by the guy who asks for a J Cole album cut. It makes <laughs> sense. It's yeah. At that time, totally I had that sense. guy on. Saturday. But I tell you what. If if the J Cole album cut guy comes up to me, I'm gonna be much more appreciative to see him. If he, if, if somebody comes up and asks for Joyner Lucas, I'm looking for security. Like kick this guy out. We're not. We don't. <laughs> we don't do that here. Okay, it's got a little roll to it. Okay, I could do something like this. Yeah, a little mid tempo, a little 98 BPM. Did you guys hear Logic's like one weird singy song that's not rapping called Bohemian Trapsody? Did you ever hear that single from a couple months ago? No. There's Jay. There's Jermaine. Anyway, if he made more music like this, then maybe I could tolerate this. And also, if somebody came up and requested Logic, I wouldn't have them thrown out of the club. But if you come up and ask for Joyner Lucas, you're 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 leaving. <laughs> See, J. Cole started off with, with some, I think this, we talked about this. This is like, the who that, who that, bitch, I got that flame. This is like, uh, he's trying to make a Tame Impala song or something. This is Bohemian Trapsody? Sounds like someone's, like, message board name. What do you hear this vocal? Right. right. <laughs> I'm not, I don't hate this. No, I don't hate this at all. I actually yeah. purchased this from iTunes. Right. $1.29. I like that one, the one song that I think it was like the first single from the album where he just sounds like Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. No, he, he, he's got some cuts, man. Yeah. Sing it every night. 
when did, when can you play this stuff anymore? I, I miss kind of playing shit like this. Or like hearing something like this and be like, oh, I could work this in. You can play this um, when the club is completely empty <laughs> and it's the first song you play in the night. And it's like seven minutes long, so you're trying to figure out where you're going to do. And maybe you're just like getting everything. Like, remember when you used to like, uh, you might go be up there and then you might be like, I'm going to throw in a little uh, Phoenix. A yeah. little ban this is this is it kind yeah, of phoenix that's what you know? it reminds me of. and that's what i'm saying like, i mean like why you know like make more music like this so like you're just not just this annoying person yeah yeah the stuff that where i used to be playing phoenix now i'm playing like pop punk instead right right that's that's that is the alt or yeah. music of now yeah. right so you're it's playing like alt- jimmy world the middle and shit like that yeah like yeah but it's also that stuff from like at this point like 20 years ago yeah it's mm-hmm. not uh yeah, there's not a new equivalent. Yeah, of, and of, I mean, these yeah. bands are still around and they're still putting out new music, but it's like, nah, it's not going to have uh, the appreciation that like a Phoenix song did 10 years ago. Like when we were talking about uh, indie pop, like there was all that like, um, like Blood Orange came out, um, Sky Fiera had an album. I was listening to all this stuff too. Haim, Haim. Sky Fieri. Sky, Sky Fieri. Is that what I said? Did I say that? You no, did I not. Said, it, was, it was a little close to it and it made me think of yeah, it. Yeah, I wish I said that. That'd yeah, be a, that'd um, be a great name for a new Mord child. Yeah, there was a bunch of shit that year, and that was like it. That was that all that like naked and famous and stuff. Because I was trying to fit it in the stuff. Um, even what, like I did the rub that year, and I played like uh, the Sky Fiera track. Uh, You're not the one. It's like a mid tempo rock one rock mm-hmm. song. People looked at me crazy, man. I was like, "Fuck!" It's just the the, the, the that time is just done. Me, oh, I think me, the closest me, like, like, me trying to branch no. out and drop rock is like there is that uh, unless like that, it's emo shit. The Billie Eilish has some stuff that's like yeah, that. yeah. That's, hey, first of all, I mean, I th- we might have mentioned it before, but her album is awesome. That album is great. I don't top think to, I listened to, to the bottom. whole thing. I think uh, I, I don't. I don't think I listened to it yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, that, but no, even, she, even she's stuff definitely like, going in that direction, and that's cool. All that it stuff cool. like cults yeah. and like, and uh, mm-hmm. even like, uh, what's her name? The the Billie Eilish from a few years ago, Grimes. Like, none of that music yeah. has any like staying power. It's so strange because because like we're seeing with the the emo shit, like that shit was commercially popular to like twelve year olds, thirteen year olds. So when they get in the club, that's what they remember. Yeah, for the all that other shit, it was like you had to be hip to it at the time. It wasn't reaching you as a 12-year-old in 2008, you know? Uh, but, uh, yeah, so it's like... I think that stuff is probably going to come back. Yeah, as it soon takes as some they're... nerd and some tastemaker being like, oh, maybe in the early 2000s, there was a dance punk scene. That yeah, no, really it's going to cool. happen as soon as there's some like TV show about that era or movie right. about that era <laughs> right. or something, and there's going to be a soundtrack, and people are going to be like, oh, shit. But it's not going to be... The big, it's not going to be uh, House of Jealous Lovers. It's probably just going to be some random rapture mm-hmm. song that costs less for them to get on the soundtrack. And right. Like, Sister okay. Savior, the like di- slow disco-y one, is going to be like mega popular in three years. Yeah. It's a, it's the equivalent, I guess, to like me going back and listening to like ESG and shit. Like, like no way right. shit like that, mm-hmm. you know? Because you're like, but of course I'm a DJ. You would say it's the guy, equivalent, so. but like, there's just not, there's just not a maybe logic's onto something with that song of his we just played because maybe like there's just no modern. I don't, I don't, I'm not hearing it. There's just not yeah. popular modern equivalents to that music. No, like, and not at all. Like the stuff that's like popular rock now is just 
It's not rock. It's like a weird pop and tropical. It's, it's like tropical. It's pop. got. It's just god awful. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say the only the only uh, pop nice star to to emerge that's kind of doing anything is Dua Lipa. Yeah, big facts. Mm, You're right, yeah. and that's like she's also. She's just, I think she's just smartly like working with the right producers and yeah. stuff like that. You know? Yeah, and, she, and and all her songwriting is very like now, like it's like, like uh, like breakup shit, you know, uh, new rules, all like stuff that like you know, they're a little more um, nuanced. Yeah, and just like an- like angry girl music, but like you know, very identifiable and relatable. But uh, yeah, I think that's maybe the uh, like the surface of the kind of like queer pop iceberg that's like actually like crossed, crossed over. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do we wrap it up? We got the plugs. Oh uh, yeah. So what you guys got going on this week? I uh, I just you know what I'm just gonna plug my Instagram. Dude. At low beezy, L O W B E E Z Y. You can find out info there, and uh, it's kind of the only platform I use anymore. Yeah. I use Twitter for sports discussions, like in game. Well, hey, if they wanna if they wanna check your sports discussions, I use. Oh, do well, okay, so so conversely, let me apologize to anyone who follows me on Twitter and is bombarded with my takes on Phillies games. <laughs> hey, so I got a. This uh, Saturday coming up, Drake Night, so far gone in uh, in Washington D.C. at a place called Union Stage. Never played there before. We'll see what that's going hitting for. Hmm. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram. Yes, Joe Duh. I just got just got just got that spell, blue check. You spell that man. D S J O E D E U X. Just got my blue check verification from the uh, the the gods at Instagram. So. Yeah, basically, I don't know none of y'all no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Speaking of basically, uh, I got the next basic coming up that's a week from Wednesday. It's me and Maggie at the Dolphin playing uh, pop music that you may or may not know. Having fun. Raising money for some cool shit. Sweet. Yeah. And that'll be it for the show today. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week with Cosmo Baker. Yeah, we actually have a guest booked ahead of time so we can sound official and be like, catch us next week with guest Cosmo Baker. What would we do, baby? Sha la la la. Sit, sit, sit. sit. Good dog. dog.